Let's get it. The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. Yo, 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 what up, people? It's your boy, Angel Art Talk. We're doing like a dual thing right now. We're doing the video and we're doing the podcast. I got my man, Will Colazzo in the house. What's up, what's up? And uh, it's been a minute and, you know, we're a little... I've been a little inconsistent with the podcast and I apologize to like all two of two of my listeners. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually more like 17. All 17 of my listeners. What's up, well, 17 people yeah, out there? Yeah, yeah, what up? So real quick, I want to thank somebody out there. I don't know who it was, man. Somebody on Facebook shared one of my articles um, about the situation that's going on in Williamsburg and hipsters trying to rename the Avenue of Puerto Rico, Graham, Graham Street trying to rename it. Graham Avenue, really? trying to, they're trying to rename it and make it something else other than Avenue of Puerto Rico, you know? Really? Why? I was not aware of that. Oh, people were pissed. You know, Yo, these, this, these hipsters be bugging me. I wrote this a long time ago, but it's like every couple of months it goes viral. So I've been getting like 3,000 views on the article a day. Just that one article, 3,000 views a day every day for like the past week. So thanks to whoever's big that shared it and somehow it got some momentum. So thank you. Now, let me ask you a question about that. Gentrification. Now, how do you feel about that process? I went to school in Hell's Kitchen and it was Hell's Kitchen. It was rough, you know, man. At one time I was walking down the street and you know the the chalk paint when somebody's dead? Dude, I've seen that in the street, man, at Hell's Kitchen and it was real. Okay, so I went back a couple months ago just to go bar hopping with my girl and hipsters have taken over. It's safe now. There's people walking around with man buns. It's a totally different world. So I was like, damn, I'm kind of into this. It's kind of good, man. At first, they changed the whole scene of Hell's Kitchen. Like, what's your opinion on that? There's positives and there's negatives. That's exactly what it is, right? So, And it was all gay dudes. I got nothing against gay dudes and stuff. Hey, I just man. cannot believe the change. How hey, you know, just the way things... Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with, with, with the gay brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um... But I felt safe, Angel. That's my main point. Well, Five years ago, I didn't walk home at night. This time, I felt, you know, I, felt, I was like, damn, I could well, not you know, worry. You know what's up with that? It's like it's like you said, there's good and bad, pros and cons. Um, it's nice when the neighborhood is made safer. It's nice when, you know, the streets are cleaned up and stuff. But there's an unfortunate side effect, right? Um, the people who live there, we'll call them the indigenous people, right? <laughs> the, the, the indigenous people who live there as these, you know, um, hipsters or whatever, rich, richer people, wealthier people, trust fund people, whatever they move in, the landlords get hip to it. They jack up the prices of rent, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're in an apartment and you're paying $500 for a rent stabilized apartment, they want to get you the hell out so they could rent it to, you know, Billy or his, you know, um, his four roommates. That's how they do it. They all group up you know, together and they rent and, out. Yeah. But then, then they're going to jack it up to like two G's or three G's. They put it up to market value. Then, you know, in the store, right? This guy's like, yo, I, you know, I'm, I'm charging, you know, $4 for a chopped cheese, whatever, you know, the sandwich. Right. And then it's like, well, now these hipsters are coming in. Now I'm going to charge $8. Now then the locals, the poor yeah. people who've always lived there, they can't afford it anymore. They start to get pushed out. That's mm-hmm. that's the down. So what happens to them? What happens? To, and that's exactly what's happening over there. Yeah. You know, these hipsters are moving in and they're saying, you know, there's nothing Puerto Rican about Graham. Let's rename it. We don't that's, not right. it. that's not right. That's not right. What? 
There's nothing Puerto Rican about this. Are you guys out of your mind? You know, you just came here from the Midwest, wherever you came from, and you're trying to change the culture, the history of this neighborhood, you know, and that's the problem. And a lot of, you yeah. know, um, the Puerto Ricans ain't having it, man. That, that, I mean, that, that post has the most comments on any of my articles on my website. Has yeah. the most comments, thousands of comments, and and people are pissed, and they're just as pissed today as they were when I wrote the article, whenever it was. That's what we need. We need a young, hot-blooded Puerto Rican man like you to rise up, because we haven't had one in a while, man. Like we haven't had somebody to represent us in a while. Like who's oh, yeah. out there? We had J Lo, but she's kind of fell back. That's kind of a different thing. We got Mark Anthony. Who who's out there? Who's the Puerto Rican? What's the Puerto Rican actor? John Leguizamo. Yeah. I think he's half. He's Cuban and Puerto Rican. Guzamo does his thing. You know, there's a couple guys. Um, but who's the good example that we have right now? Oh, dude, I'm drawing a blank on this. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this guy's name. Oh, my God. Banderas is Spaniard, right? Antonio Banderas is a Span- he's Spain. No, no. He's, he's, he's from Spain. Oh, what the hell is this guy's name? Um, Oh, my God, man. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on him. He's, he's been at the Lozada Fest all the time. I met him a couple times. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, he's very active, but but the the thing is that, you know, whenever somebody comes out and they're actually making a difference, they lock them up. Well, you gotta tell me that story. I'm not even familiar with that. It, I, I mean, I ain't an expert on it. Trying to basically get the imperialistic Americans out of Puerto Rico. Yeah. And um, you know, sometimes they do things that are a little questionable. You know, trying to make a message or whatever or make a point. And they get locked up as political prisoners. Yeah. You know? So Oscar Lopez, um, and I forget, and everybody will have to forgive me for being ill-prepared because I didn't plan on bringing him up in detail. But he did something. Again, I, I'm not even sure exactly what it was. And I, I feel like it was something that was uh, terroristic in nature. Now ain't the um, time to do anything with the word terrorist or terrorist. This was, a, this was in you know, like 30 years ago, 35 years ago, yeah. Albizu Campos, um, which was a very, you know, big nationalist for Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican rights and stuff. And he got locked up. And I mean, there's a, a lot of conspiracy that um, they gave him cancer. They radiated him. Oh, know, my like, goodness. You know, a lot of stuff. And, and that's some Deadpool shit right there. If you saw Deadpool the movie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> he didn't mutate. You know, he didn't mutate and become oh, awesome. Bonito. You know, he ended up he ended up jacked up, man. So, you know, he lost his life, and you know, but oh he, my goodness, you know, he spent the majority of his life and locked up, and it was the United States, you know. So, I mean, if I become that Puerto Rican that's out there, I might end up. I think you should. Up, you know? <laughs> Angel, man. They might try to shut me down. Y'all going to be marching out there like free <laughs> angel, you know? So. All right, since we're going down this topic, I have a very serious question. I want you to answer as honestly as possible. If I'm wrong, you can even tell me man to man that I'm wrong and you feel oh, man. my opinion is bad on it. All right, so I'm going to come real and grow with it. This is something that I've experienced my whole life. Growing up in Brooklyn, New York, I grew up in Starrett City. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's not the best place to grow up. What's it called? Starrett City in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah, I've been there. Right off the Belt Parkway. I've been there. So even growing up, I noticed this. Like, growing up as a kid, all my friends were black. There wasn't really white kids out there. It was mostly black. The only white kids were, like, Russians and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was the Puerto Rican kids. And even I noticed, like, at that time, like, the 
just the Puerto Rican kids never really embraced me. Like they were always kind of, I would try and be friends with them. The black boys were always my friends and stuff growing up. And as I got older, you know, like I experienced that again and again, constantly. I will always have like run-ins with Spanish people. Now I had one Puerto Rican best friend with kind of not really on good terms right now, you know? And then you, like you were the only other Puerto Rican dude that I met that really embraced me and didn't judge me. I don't know if that come across too white. I guarantee you, you know, I may not be fluent in Spanish like I really should be, but I come from a straight up Puerto Rican family. My dad is brown. My mom and dad are both 100% Puerto Rican. My sisters, we had all the Spanish food, platanos, patelillos, everything, you know, just the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I know where you're uh, Well, I would this, cook bro. every morning. But I know, Angel, I, know exactly I swear to God, this, in my life, I have always been rejected by Puerto Rican like dudes, and I always been Yo. hated on, and it's just something that I don't understand. And bro. it's like my trust for like we're, we're my here, own, bro. yeah, we're my here. trust we're for right my here. own people has gone down because I seen like crazy things. And I'm a really nice guy. I I don't judge by color or race. You know what I'm saying? I do play on stereotypes for comedy reasons, though. Mm. But it's like it's something that I don't understand, and it really throws me off, and it kind of breaks my heart in a way. It's like I've, I, I don't Bro. know, man. Can you elaborate on that? It's something I even get emotional talking about it right now because it's just no. You know the thing is, man. I think this is a we we share this in common, and this is this is the experience for a lot of, and and oh man, I wish I wish I could get this freaking guy on right now. This guy William Garcia. We we've gone on this topic so many times because within the latino community right yeah there are stereotypes and there are racism there is that's um, that's what there i'm is saying privilege. so so check it check it this is the crazy thing because i'm with you on this right yeah. and i wrote a real bad article which i'm actually ashamed that i wrote it to a degree i wrote this on wnd which is a super right-wing site and i posted it on there and they twisted my words and exploited it and made it in a way that it seems more offensive to where I come from than I meant it to be, yeah. but it it's partially true for a lot of the stuff I wrote. So because we're light skin, yes, right? because we're light skin, we and we have to be honest with this. We can't. We get a certain degree of privilege in the world. Okay, we walk the streets and we're looked at differently than someone who's black. Be it they're Puerto Rican, be it they, yeah. they're black, whatever. But it's it's it can't be denied, right? Yeah. Now, because of that, growing up in the hood, you and I both grew up in the hood, and we both try to do better for ourselves, right? We went to school. We tried to we tried to do the right thing. So now you're a light skinned guy who's trying to do the right thing in the hood. Oh my God, that's so crazy. That's even with my best friend. He kind of stood here and I kind of went up here, got my career and stuff on straight. And now we just clash, clash on it, man. And it just like, yo, I have one of my it boys. It breaks my heart, man. It breaks my heart, man. It really what? does. Just the whole situation. One of my boys said to me, you think you're better than, you think you're better than us. You don't hang out anymore. You don't come to the block anymore. And I'm like, dude. That's it. it yeah. This is nothing. You know, you know why I don't go on the block? Because I've been up against the wall with the cops when they yeah. publish the scene. I, I, I don't stand in the corner in the block because I don't want to catch a bullet. You yeah. understand? So if we're going to hang, we can hang. We can go out to have dinner. Go to a nice establishment. You know what I'm saying? When you're 12 or 13, 14, that's cool. But. Yeah. So 
it's it's very complicated and we could be we could make an entire podcast talking about this you know um, i can't believe that you're aware of this i thought i no, was no, like the know, only one dude I, when 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 this because you're like me we're the same complexion yeah. you know what when, i'm saying when this is done i'm gonna put links on the show notes right and i'm gonna yeah. put links to the articles that i've written about about you know, not being accepted by my own people. There's an organization called Kapiku, and I've been going to Kapiku for uh, poetry events and performing. Yeah. And that Kapiku, has... that's like when you play dominoes, you go Kapiku, right? That's, that sounds familiar. So there's a poetry yeah. organization, you know, they're a cultural organization, and that's how I've been reconnecting with my Latino roots. That's wow. how it started. So you might want to come down sometime and check it out. I might check it out, man. Because... I've been dying to hang with you. I might have to check that out. Yo, it's it's... And I wrote about this, and I said it to them at the event. I said, you know, where were you guys when I was a kid? Why didn't I feel yeah. this? Why didn't I feel this love from the community when I was a kid? Because when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to get out of the freaking ghetto and get yeah. away from. Oh my god, I couldn't wait to me neither. I used to dream about being in Long Island because my cousins lived out here. I, and and so yeah, I'm with you 100% on this, man. And it's sad, and it, but the good thing is now we're older, we're yeah. older, and we can. We can, we can reconnect with our Latinidad and and get back into our community, you know, and embrace it. And and I've been getting a lot more involved, and and it's a different experience now as a grown man than it was when I was a kid, yeah. you know. Um, and I feel you on it, man. I, and I've written about this, and I've gotten a lot of flack about it. I've been called racist. I've been called a traitor. Yeah. I've been called a bigot. You know, um, because I talk about my reality and my reality was, yeah. I, was I was a blanquito in the ghetto going to school. I, I spoke proper English and people used to beat me up because of it. Oh, my God. I used to. Yeah, I used to <laughs> I have used to, to yeah. have fights all the time in school. And it was mostly my own people, the Puerto Ricans. Well, I was always fighting the black boys. They were always until I fought back. Then when I fought back, they accepted me for some reason. And they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, they, used, they used to jack me up, but the Dominicans never messed with me. Me neither. The yeah. Dominicans never messed with me. And I remember yeah. the Puerto Ricans always tell me, oh, don't, don't be friends with Dominicans. They're yeah, bad. Dominicans They're this and that. And then I met a Dominican dude, and he was mad cool. <laughs> Dominicans never jumped me up with Puerto Ricans and black dudes, man. Those were the yeah. ones who used to beat me up and rob me. This is the topic you mentioned that you yeah, wanted to bring up? Yeah, this is the topic, up? man, because I never no. really even opened my mouth about this. It's more of a thing where they, like, see me or meet me, and they're like, you know, they don't really want to mess with me. They just write me off completely. But is that, like, still, I'm not is a, that still the case now? or Honestly, my experience, even at work with, like, Spanish and Latino people, has always gone sour. Like, they're always, they're always doing something, like, slanderous to me. Maybe it's just the, the people or the individuals. So now when I, like, meet a Spanish person, I'm very uh, Spanish person, I'm very hesitant, man. I'm very hesitant to trust them just from my life experience. And I hate to say that. That sounds horrible. Hey. You know, because I love being were, Latino, I'm so yeah, proud. I, I I consider myself Latino. I don't consider myself white. I consider myself, you know, Puerto Rican. And we're all products of our experiences, man. Yeah. If 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 people treated you badly, and, and yeah. you know, you're gonna, it's it's what it is, man. You know, it's what it is. And I don't want to. I don't want to become like that, man. I don't want to be like. Oh, I don't even. Can you this, curse on here or not? This is a clean. Uh, I mean, you've already slipped a few in there. You I'm know, sorry, I man. <laughs> I try to keep it clean, but you know it's all, all right. good. It's all good. We're all we're all adults here, you know. <laughs> you know. But thank you for elaborating on that, man. I have a better understanding, man. And I just like it's just a weird thing. I guess there is racism, you know. Like it's, I remember is. I was talking to a group of black guys, and he's like, "Man, black people hate each other." 
me. He's like, I guess it's like in every community, people just, just I don't want to say jealousy. There's just some kind of, there's, well, if you it's just humanity. Yo, it, there's a crab mentality, which I covered often. I've written about it a bunch of times. If you're trying to do well and I'm not, oh, no, yeah. no, I can't let you rise. I'm going to yeah. try to pull you down. You know, so there's this crab mentality, like crabs in a barrel, which which exists in particularly poorer communities. And and um, where we come from, it's just predominantly a certain group because that's where we come from. Right? Yeah. That's where we grew up. But that's that's a deep topic, man. It's a very, very deep topic. And I, I really wish Will was here because this freaking guy can he's a scholar of this stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, me, man. And him, me and him have had some. We don't we don't agree because he he seems he's of the belief that because I'm light skinned my life is infinitely better, you know. And I all right. So what's the benefits of being a light skinned Puerto Rican? People think that you're white because everybody thinks I'm Italian, which I'm not at all. Well, I guess you, you get know, a little more attention from white not, women or something like that. You're not gonna get as much grief from the cops, right? You know, you're gonna get a little bit of a nicer treatment. Society in general, if you're walking down the street. You know, the woman's not going to grab her purse. Let's yeah. be real. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just one of the things. And, you know, I mean, I've even noticed it abroad when I travel. People treat me nicer if yeah. I go to, like, Dominican Republic because I'm a lighter hue, you know? Yeah. It's, it's – I, I mean, I acknowledge it. I acknowledge that there is a degree of privilege. Yeah. But what gets me mad about Will is that he doesn't acknowledge my struggle. So he, he doesn't accept – um the difficulties that I had coming up in the street. Like for me, going to school was like a war zone. It was like going oh to Oh my God. I remember you know? being in a fight with this special ed kid and I had to put him in the desk and the teacher was just sitting there watching us. I'm fighting for my life and saying, help, help. Yo, going to school in like Brooklyn or even worse than but, Brooklyn, the Bronx. The Bronx is on another thing. level. But now you're the Blanquito in a school that's predominantly black yeah. that sees you as a white kid. Yeah. So... You got to, you know, people don't get it. Like, this is what gets me mad. Like, I, I say, you know, I had to really bust my butt because it's not like because I'm light-skinned. I went and applied for a job and I said, hey, guys, I'm light. Let me in. No, yeah. I had to. All they see is Rodriguez. You know, mm -hmm. I had to distinguish myself with my grades. I had to distinguish myself with my effort. I had to be at the top of the heap through the hard work. It wasn't my light skin. In addition to that. Every time that I was trying to do something positive, I was getting kicked in the mouth by the kids who wanted to hold me back or the kids who were calling me a blanquito and beating yeah. me up because of that. So it gets me, you know, it, it, it irks me. It, it irks me when uh, when when people don't recognize the things I went through because uh, because I'm light skinned. They think that these no, you didn't have a struggle. It's like, man, you don't know. I had the struggle that all Latinos have. OK. Plus the fact that I had the Latinos beating the crap out of me because they said I was white. That's crazy, man. <laughs> you know, so I mean, that's a deep, deep. Man. Your your thing goes even deeper than mine because I never even like got into a fight with a Puerto Rican person. They would just see me and, and blow me off. Nah, you man. were even getting attacked by them. I got the crap beat out of me, man. I, I always stood away from them because I was always with the black kids, and then they, you see like a group of Spanish kids and stuff. So it was always like a silent thing, and we would walk by each other. You know, so I was like one of the black kids growing up. <laughs> hey, you know, so you had the advantage. You know, I was alone. I was walking by the oh group of the God. black kids, right? Probably your group with the black kids, and y'all would beat me up, right? And then I would keep walking, 
and get through the group of the Spanish kids, and then they beat me up. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, it was. It was oh God! And if there was a white kid in the mix, he was crazy. He was the crazy white kid that would like bite you or something like that. Yeah, yeah. If you if you see the if you see a like a legit white dude hanging out with the black dudes, you, you know, know he's Chappelle, crazy. He had to prove Chappelle, himself. <laughs> Chappelle said that best. He said, you know. You have no idea what that guy did to be accepted and earn their respect. Damn, that's good. What a genius Dave Chappelle is. That's that probably is the greatest comedy series of all time. Like TV show, skit show like that. The gold that somebody put on Facebook a skit from it today where he was reenacting, you know, uh the Wu Tang clan with Method Man when he he did that uh I forgot the name of the song where he's talking about the torture. And Chappelle was sitting there in the hospital, and he was just repeating it and stuff. It was so funny. I, I, I kind of remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. When he talks about heating up a stove on the hanger or whatever. I don't want to get too into it. It's kind of graphic uh, yeah, for this show. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough. <laughs> but, uh, man, Angel, thank you, man. I appreciate that. So let me tell you about how I discovered Angel Rodriguez. I don't even think I ever told you this. So I'm like an MMA historian. So I, I look up everything, MMA fights, this and that. So I heard about this thing called the Underground Combat League. I guess a famous fighter, Frankie Edgar, fought on it. So I looked it up. And this dude's MMA fight is one of the first videos that comes up. And so I'm looking at it. And, you know, it's a a quick fight or whatever. And it's an MMA fight. It's two guys, amateurs going at it. So then I see in the comments, the dude Angel (laughs) wrote in it. And I said, oh, let me subscribe to his YouTube page. And I think he's going to be some tough fighter dude or something like that. Nah, this dude is like... Talking about doing spoken word, this and that, singing songs. I'm like, yo, who is this dude? He's like Mark Anthony. He's from he's from New York, like me. So I'm like, let me follow this cat. This guy's crazy. He don't care. He's singing. He's doing this. He has his own opinion. I watched some of your videos, you know, mm. and you were talking about real shit, you know, that I'm not used to. A lot of people are not used to that. So I'm like, let me follow this dude. He's talented, you know. And then I seen the thing where you were on TV and all this stuff. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm like in into filmmaking and stuff like that. So I, I hit you up. Uh, I think I wrote to you on Facebook before. I like I, I like your videos or something like that back in the day. But man, I was like, this guy has all the talent. It's just you got to get it out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that you know I, I followed you throughout the years and contacted you because you're a good dude, hey, man. You know? Hey, Phoenix Mutual, man. I I meant to say, yo, me me and this dude, we we met not that long ago, but we just vibed. Yeah, vibe. man, it's all love, real, man. Good. Yeah, we vibe real, real recognize real, man. I'm telling you, that's that's. It's, it's one of those people. Well, like like I told you this before. Like you're one of them people that I, I you know, I mean, a couple years at most, but you feel like you've known them forever. That's the same you know thing, I mean? Angel. If you ever hit me up and be like, "Yo, Will, I need a favor. I need a ride somewhere. I need something, dude. I got your back." You know what I'm saying? Because you're it, you're a good dude. You took this, time out of your life to come and help bro, me on. This bromance is, is ruined, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the bromance is y'all 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 can feel the love in the air, people. <laughs> I know y'all feeling this this love in the air. And the thing is, so he came onto my movie set, and we're on this little theater in the village. Everybody's sitting there, and people are nervous, and people are quiet. And I'm trying to talk to those people. And Angels in there cracking jokes, making all the the people <laughs> the people laugh. Everybody laughing there, laying in the mood, and it really helped a lot. It helped me as a director because he had everybody cracking up, telling them crazy stories. Because when you're on a movie set, when people don't realize there's a lot of waiting around, you know, that's just the way it is, man. You know, and to have somebody that could have everybody in positive, a positive mood and keep the morale up, it was fantastic. So that's when I was like, this dude is a, is a legit good dude. So let me tell you something about Angel. I spent time with him. I spent days with him working on a film project. He is not bullshit, man. He is a great guy, man, and he's 
he's he he is what he says you know everything that he talks about he preaches he practices so all you people who want to like criticize him i saw somebody had some nasty comments for you the dude is a good he's a good person man like there's no shortage of of comments man listen man whenever you go out there and i mean you do film right yeah You're you're gonna put this film out you know you gotta expect that when you put out art or be it commentary, or yeah. be it, you're gonna get some people that are gonna love it, and some people are gonna hate it. Yeah. For every for every positive thing you've said today about me, which I appreciate, yeah, somebody has said the, the complete opposite, and then some. Like yeah, I had, somebody you know, said that yeah, fuck it, a throw up. Like, what do they think that you're some Puerto Rican monster going out there pushing little white old men over? <laughs> I thought that was that was, but that that. Why that would insult, somebody say that to that you? That insult is like it's not even an it's not even an insult. What he, he said, I'm a bucket of puke. Like, dude, what is that? Is that the best you got? Is that the best insult that you can give me? Call me vomit, cause, I mean, if that, I mean, I can I can help the guy out, give him some tips, you know, oh, on on on, on uh, offense 101. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he said, you're nothing but a bucket of puke. <laughs> What? I saw that. And I'm People, like, that's why I wanted to address I straight that. Straight up, got called a bucket of puke. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing he said to me is like, he must have been dropped on his head when he was little. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. What is wrong with these people? That's all you got? That's all you got? That's the best you got? Come on, you could do better. Yeah, but Angel, the thing I don't understand. Okay, you speak out and you speak your mind, but. Never once have I seen you speak anything negative. It's mostly positivity and your opinion. And people just come at you on that, man. It's not like they're preaching hate. It's not like you're neo-Nazi preaching hate. That's that's the thing I don't get. That's what it is, though. You you put an opinion. An opinion is is, there's always going to be someone with another opinion. And no matter how neutral you try to be, no matter how fair you try to be. Yo, I had somebody go off on me on Twitter. Like, uh, I'm going to tell you what I said. I said... Captain America should not be made gay. He's been dating women. Just leave him be. Yeah. That's all I said. And I don't think there's anything offensive to the gay community. Oh. You know, there's nothing offensive. And, 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 and she went off. I mean, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. Good, sir. Goodbye to you. I'm just like, bro. I mean, she just was hostile. And I blocked her. I think Captain America should be straight, too. So hey, there's nothing... The thing, the thing is, to me, is that he's a hetero guy. He is yeah. a hetero guy. He has a girlfriend. Why change that? And one of the topics that I want to bring up, well, you know what? We're going to segue into this right now, okay? okay. We're going to segue into this because it ties into this, all right? And this further... <laughs> okay, so let me let me drop this point on you, right? So did you know that Hercules... Oh, there goes your wife, hey. hey. Did, you, did you know that Hercules... You know Hercules, right? I do. He he had male lovers. He had male lovers. If hey. you look at the you know the the history of it, it does that change it, your opinion it, on Hercules? Not at all, man. You know, I mean, I don't want him ramming me in the butt because he might hurt me. You know what I'm saying? That's a strong that's a strong dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna swing, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a small you know like a petite lover. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely not going to start with Hercules, you know. I'm yeah. going to start with someone, you know, someone small, gentle, that's not going to hurt me. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, you know, this, this, you know, but, but hey, you know, if that's his thing, all gravy, man. 
You know what I'm saying? I got no issue with, with that. If you watch a lot of the Roman history and stuff, you know, it's very common back then too. So it's it's all gravy. Now let me let me segue into this, and this is to further further illustrate my you know no issue with the gay community, right? I wrote an article, um, and I, I actually sent this to a couple of friends of mine before posting it because I wanted them to review it, to look at it and tell me what if if it was in any way offensive right because wasn't my intent to be offensive right Mm -hmm. so i wrote an article entitled you know i watched trans porn right Mm -hmm. now i was curious man you know what i'm saying i wanted to see what what it looks like here's the thing though man and this is if you you know if you see the article you will see that I I actually I said I have I'm a contributor to Huffington Post right yeah and I submitted it to their um queer voices and they did not publish it they actually said you know we don't want to publish this article they turned it down so I published it on my own website and um it's gotten decent traffic and stuff but yeah. but like it was a very fair article of my experience you know having seen that and. Here's the thing, and 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 I, I use this also to talk about the bathroom debate, with with the exception of you know having a penis, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, I'm telling you, man. Um, yeah. I, I, if if it wasn't for the fact that I see, you know, a penis there, it was like, holy shit, it's fucking hot. <laughs> and, and but I was very careful because I I didn't want to appear as though I'm making light. Of yeah. the situation because trans people, you know, have a pretty hard time in our society. Yeah. So I, that's why I first send it to a couple friends of mine who are, who are, you know, trans to see what, hey, listen, read this post and tell me if it looks like I'm making light of the struggle you go through. It, it does it sound? Oh like my it? God, it's so you know? it's it's horrible, man. Like I heard stories of physical attacks. How can you hurt another human being in Brazil? They killed that one video oh, leaked of it. Like, how could you no, hurt another God? No, uh, not the rest of the world isn't quite caught up. Jeez, um, and, man. And, and in fact, the United States isn't completely caught up, but it's safer here than it is in a place like Brazil. They, you know, oh my or God. Africa or, or yeah. the Middle East or, you know, like other parts of the world, even Jamaica, you know, like you, 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 I, I saw a video of a Jamaican who was being escorted by the police because they wanted to. Like a mob. Being, listen, man, I, I'm not going to judge nobody on that. I'm going to treat them just like a who they are. They're a person, and that's whatever, man. Angel, I'm not going to put hate on nobody, you man. Know, you know, the, you, you don't have to like it. You yeah. don't have to accept it. You don't have to understand it. Just yeah. leave them alone. They're entitled to their life, and that's what I tell yeah. people. Just, you know, just live and let live, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is why I wrote the article, because I wanted to show people that a, a hot-blooded Latino male from the South Bronx yeah. could do something like that. And I'm still confident that I'm a heterosexual guy. You yeah. know, like I'm not I'm not walking around worried about, you know, people, you know, and, and mind you, people, I, I mean, I took my dog to the vet and I had some guys scream, you know, you're a freaking, you know. Um, what? Uh, just because I was carrying a small dog in a little bag. And ah, the Bronx this. in me at that moment kind of like I hesitated. You know, like the street in me was like, I mean, where we come from, check this out, folks. Where we come from, 
when we were coming up, being called gay or being called, you know, F-A-G mm-hmm. was a way to take away your manhood. Oh, my right? God. Now, it, it still is that way in the ghetto, in the street, okay? So that's where I grew up. That's where I come from. So when I was walking and these guys said that to me, that that 14, 15-year-old kid in the, from the street switched in me where it's like I, now i gotta beat the shit out of these motherfuckers yeah you know like i gotta go jack them up for this then you know the the older person in me kind of said wait a minute you know i know a lot of gay people that are very nice so why would it bother me that they call me gay you know and i kind of waved it though that's all you <laughs> just, wave I them just wave, and i just kept walking like like yes, you know like y'all take care you know like but you know the, the but it's, it's great it's, that you have that in you that, that awareness, you it's, know, that it, it was ingrained in yeah. the young age that that that's how they take away your masculinity. So, you know, I, I had that moment where I had to kind of like realize, wait a minute, Angel, you know, you're not in the street anymore. You're professional. You got a family. You, know, you can't get involved well, in that stuff. You're going to go fight these young guys because they called you gay because you're carrying a yeah. bag with a small dog in it. Like. Seriously, you, this you, is a great this is a great outlook on being a young man and living your life. It's actually a verse. It's to be as wise as a wolf and as, as gentle as a dove. That's that's the mindset. You have that that wisdom in you from growing up hard and stuff like that. But at the same time, you're beyond that now. So you know, be aware and you know, pick your situations. You know, those guys were those guys were the low lights, you know. But it it could have got ugly and been a life or death situation. But you're above that, so you avoided it by using your mind. You know what I'm saying, Angel? So you actually imagine, did the right thing and the right response in that. You know? Imagine that I was, you know, a trans person or someone, oh. you know, that, you know, they could have gotten out that car and beaten my, yeah, oh you know, my beat God. me up because of it. You know, so the ignorance is out there. You know, the ignorance is out there. Now they didn't get out the car because I think if you look at me, you know. Apparently, I got a cara pendejo, which some people think I'm, you know, they, they just think I'm soft. But you probably think twice, you know, maybe yeah. just by my energy, you know, the yeah. way the way I kind of look at you. And you, I would hope that you would have the sense to think, OK, you know what? This guy's not going to roll over for me. You know, like hope, yeah. people, you know, but some people don't. And, and, and they must um, have been on drugs or like just out of jail or something just, like just dumb young guys. You know, they were ah. you know, and, and I was like, you know. It's not worth it. A couple of days ago, I was walking home and somebody screams at me, you know, like, what the fuck you looking at? And I looked at him and I kind of went like this to him. I nodded and I kept walking. Ah, man, I'm so yeah. glad I'm out of the city. <laughs> See, that scares me because I have that MMA fighter mentality, man, that, but that, that mentality I just should tell going you... to destroy him. <laughs> and I don't want to hurt That no should give you more control, though. Yeah, it because does. But know, at the same time, if somebody you know, gets in my space, you know, like. But you got to uh, know that you're you're more dangerous yeah so you got to have that extra discipline like i because of the fact that and and i haven't been training for a while but the fact that i have some training yeah you still got it yeah you know it makes me aware that i can hurt somebody and the fact that i own guns all these things make me aware that if i get in a situation and i hurt someone in new york city Mm -hmm. i will be crucified and mind you Hold up, hold up. Let me let me highlight this real quick, right? I'm going to highlight this one because this was another point I wanted to talk about and we could segue into that. In New York City, if I'm in the street and I react and I get into a fight and stuff, everything that I've written, the fact that I own guns, all this stuff will be used to crucify me. Oh, my now, God. Now, That's one of the first videos I saw. You were showing a gun and stuff. 
That's that's what caught my attention too. Yeah, back in the day, I was like, "Yo, this dude is gun a badass." Safety. Let us be clear. Yeah, gun safety, gun, gun safety. safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. You were yeah. like too far. Yeah, I was life. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, you know, I'm slashing guns, people. I was. I was showing gun safety. But this this brings me to this point. Did you hear the story about the man who beat the crap out of a guy who was trying to rape his wife? The African dude. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I saw it on Facebook and passed. Well, what so was this, the full story on it? Well, so um, some guy was in, in, in a home invasion trying to rape the guy's wife. Somehow he she pulled away from the guy and called the husband. The husband came, caught the guy, I think in the hallway, and proceeded to put a whooping on him. But he ended up dying. So this this brings me back to that point that I was just telling you. In New York City... All right. Somebody tries to rape your wife. You beat the crap out of them. You kill them and then you go to jail. You see what I'm saying? So this is why. And this is why I'm telling you walk away. You know, don't get into a fight, especially in in, in a place like I'll New tell York. you right now. Somebody comes to my house, tries to hurt my family, <laughs> you I know, mean, but you see that statement right there. Yeah. Will be used against you. Yeah. They'll say we have video of Mr. Colazzo. The defense has video of Mr. Colazzo saying in advance if they So came somebody try to break into your house and you use one of your 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 constitutional right and you shot that man, you will get charges against you, you tell them. In New York City you're you're gonna get arrested and whether or not you get out, I yeah. mean that's that's gonna but you're gonna get arrested. You're not gonna you're not gonna be able to say stand your ground. You're not gonna be able to say castle doctrine. Yeah. You know, you're you're gonna get Nah, it's so you know I love that we have such strict gun laws, man. But also like a thing like staying your ground, I don't really agree with either, man. Like you know, it's like it, it's I think, tough. I I think you know there are extremes, but I think um, a man and his family should be safe in their own home. Yeah. If somebody enters your home. All it, bets are off, man. It should be all bets are off. Unfortunately, in a place like New York, you're supposed to retreat. You're supposed to retreat That's and try to get away from the like like ah ah okay get out I'm hiding in the bedroom and I have a gun you better leave don't come back here but you're you're supposed to retreat until you can no longer see That's un- retreat, that's unbelievable which is crazy and that's New York City that's why I'm saying like this guy you know uh she beat the crap out of this dude so here's the argument that they're going to say he had already left the premise he didn't actually rape her. He was no longer posing a threat to the woman. So you acted, you use excessive force. That's going to be how they're going to try to get him. I'm, I'm sure of it because the thing is in self-defense and things like that, you know, there has to be an active threat. Yeah. So, you know, all, all the listeners be aware of this, particularly those of you in New York City. If there is no longer a threat to you, meaning that the person fled. So let's say somebody breaks into your house, right? Um, and they try to harm you or harm your family, but then they run away. Technically, legally speaking, if you, let's say he's trying to run out the door and you blast him, you're going to get in trouble. That's New York. Uh, that's so that's crazy. York because no longer the threat is trying to flee. There's no longer a threat. So, I mean, if you walk in the house and someone's raping your wife or trying to rape your kid, I, I, I'm gonna well, let me know. I'm not gonna say nothing. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, but let's know. just say that I'm gonna have a problem with that. You yeah. understand? I'm gonna have a major problem with that. So, but if that motherfucker's running out, 
You're supposed to let the law handle So they don't want you to chase him down. So that's the mistake that he made. He went and he took he, law into his own hands. He went after the threat was uh, no longer applicable. So if he were, it, the law is like, you know, in the defense of your property or your family or whatever. But yeah. he was no longer a threat to her. He fled. Yeah. See? So that's how they're going to try to catch him. Now, I would argue that it's a crime of passion. And, and, yeah. and it should, he should be, you know. But New York City is flaky like that. New York City makes it difficult to be a good person. You know, it makes yeah. it dangerous to be a good person, to be a law-abiding citizen. They make it that, you know, the bad guys have the advantage always. You could actually find this video on YouTube. It's kind of similar. Um, I think it was in the early 90s, the late 80s. Uh, there was a kid who got molested by his martial arts instructor. So they're walking him through the airport in handcuffs, and the father was sitting there acting like he was on the payphone. As they're walking by, he turns around, and he shoots the guy in the head and kills him. I saw that. The one. father got off. I saw that I have, Where did this happen? I think it was Texas or something like that. Honestly, I have no problem Texas. with that. You That's know, Texas. Yeah. And, 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 and in Texas, there was a similar situation. In Shiner, Texas, the guy caught someone molesting his daughter, yeah. and he punched up crap out of him and he called the cops he said listen i just beat this guy up he was raping my child and the guy died but the guy got off you know why yeah. he got off because that's texas yeah it's a free state where where the law makes sense and and you get to defend your family but in a damn place like new york city where no. it's run by extreme liberals. And mind you, I don't have a major, you know, I'm not going to make this political about left and right. But That guy's ruining the city, man. You know, <laughs> but, but this, 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 well, this is way before even, even that, that freaking guy. But, but it's a city that is controlled by very far left liberals and they're very anti-gun. They're very anti-self-defense. They're very mm -hmm. anti, you know, um, defending yourself. They're all about, you know, life. Life is beautiful. If he raped her, you know, he can go to jail and serve his time. But that's not how we see it. That's not how the rape victim sees it. They're, they're, they're scarred for life. Yeah. You know, I have extremely strong views when it comes to rapists and child molesters, man. And I'm talking like, you know. Do you think the penalty to that should be death or do you think I it think should be? I think they should be gone, man. Once you commit the act, you need to be gone. I have... I'm more forgiving of someone who pulls a trigger from across the street and shoots you than somebody who's actively present to rape you, all right? Any coward can stand across the street, point a gun, and pull a trigger. Any scumbag coward yeah. can do that. But to actually be present. Oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story, man, that broke my heart. You know, that honestly, those are broken people, and you're right, Angel. They should really be, like, shipped off somewhere, or they're going to do it again. All right, so I had a job in security for years before I got employed by the post office. And one of the jobs that I took, which I wish I would have never took because it was high paying in the security field, which is not that high paying, but for security, it was good money, actually working with the sex offenders where hmm. I would be on a property in a trailer, and it was like 20 sex offenders would come in, and by New York State, I think it's by 10 p.m. they have to sign in with the state and they have to sign in and sleep in this trailer at night. They're not allowed to be out, basically. That's how it works. So they would trailer? go to sleep. Yeah, trailer. And I'd be there at my desk and I would sign them in. They would put their, fill out their paperwork every morning. Sometimes the sheriffs would come and check on them and stuff. 
And, you know, like I was on guard. I would talk to them. They would try and be friendly and stuff. One guy's like, oh, you don't have to be all tough. We're nice guys in here. I was like, fuck you, man. Did you say that to the little kids when you fucking oh, assaulted them? So, Angel. So, it was it was like a calm environment. Well, my, my other partner, this is kind of a fucked up joke. I fell asleep in there and he woke me up and he's like, he's like, dude, you keep falling asleep in here. You're going to wake up with a dick in your mouth. Oh, shit. <laughs> but that's neither here or there. But anyway, as they would sleep, <laughs> as they would sleep, I didn't feel threatened, you know, because they would attack children or small people and stuff. So as they would sleep, I would go and I would look up their crimes because it was made public. Mm. And just the details that it would get into, man, how I think somebody being a rapist is one of the lowest forms of life. Some of them were just holding people at, at knife point and babysitters like it got really detailed and just to prey on somebody like that is just like you said the penalty should be death man to have somebody so scared and you're doing that to them is just it's a horrible thing man i can never even imagine man like doing something like that i've been intimate with naked beautiful women and you know i would even tell them like are you sure you want to do this stuff and that i don't know where people have that switch where they just go i i just it's not it's, it's something that we can't understand, you know. Right. Some people like, argue that it's a, it's a mental, it's a mental illness, and and particularly pedophilia, um, with the ones who like the children, and you know, I can understand that. And if it is, if if you have, let's say, an individual has an attractive an attraction to children, okay, um, and it is a mental illness, right? We shouldn't make them feel scared to try to get help, right? Um, in in our society, if somebody comes and they say, you know, I like kids, I need help, we want to beat the shit out of them. And that yeah. makes them hide. That yeah. makes them hide and not get help. So I support them coming to get help. But once you act on it, once you actually act on it, by the way, Jared Fogle was having... I was just shit. thinking of Jared. And I'm glad that motherfucker's getting his ass whooped in prison. He got yeah. the shit beat out of him by like a 60-year-old guy who hated child molesters. So a beautiful thing. Um, But if you haven't acted on it and you can get help, you should be able to come forth and get help. You shouldn't have to hide, right? Um, Once you act on it, that's where we have a problem. You understand? Um, If you are attracted to children fine maybe maybe it is a mental illness i don't know i'm not expert in it i've read quite a good deal of documentation on it and i i believe that there may be a mental problem there and if that can be treated then the person shouldn't be punished for seeking help yeah because they're trying to prevent they got to be they're trying to prevent the crime so the crime is not being attracted to them you you know they're attracted to what they're attracted to. The crime is to actually do it, you know. So if if we have to tell, and and this is also for the listeners, you know, obviously for the listeners and for yeah. us, and you know, the, if if someone is attracted to children and they want to get help, let's let's not force them to hide because if we force them to hide, they'll never get the help, and then one day they'll snap, you know. So. Yeah. No one is against pedophiles more than me, you know. Yeah. When when it when once you have committed the crime, acted on it, at that point, 
you know, in, in my eyes, you're done. You're, you're done. dehumanized. You, you, know? should, you should be eliminated. That's it. You know, you're no longer, I don't want to fix you. I don't want to heal you. I, I'm not going to put you in jail for two years so you could come out and do it again. At that point, in my mind, you, you're done. Okay? So that's that's how I feel about the ones who do it. But if there's an individual, and, and I actually had a conversation with a, a young person who was abused, right? They were relatively young, but old enough, right? And they told me, they're like, you know, like I, I was abused as a child. And I think because of that, now I'm attracted to younger people. But I've never acted on it. And I've tried to, you know, treat it. I've been going for treatment and stuff. The problem is that we have to fear about what people will do to us if we come forward. And I, I get that, you know. So the person doesn't want to feel that way. They don't want to act on it and they're trying to get help. I, I think that they that should be allowed for them, you know, that they should be given that. Because yeah. that will that will prevent the child abuse. If we force them to hide and then one day they act and then we get them and we crucify them and kill them, the damage is done. Why not prevent it? And I read an interesting article by Margot, I forget her name, some woman from the New York Times. Yeah. She she made a compelling, compelling argument about the mental aspects of it. and how I was just going to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, how we should not force them into hiding, which is interesting. It's interesting. Uh, my views are very strong once you've committed the crime. You know, if you go and you rape a child or you rape a woman at that point, you know, I want you in gen pop. If you go to prison and you're not being killed, I want you in gen pop. Yeah. You know, I want you with I don't think child. I don't think anybody's ever born a pedophile, man. I think it's something maybe it's a, you know, it's a chain that goes down. It's like abuse that passes on. They were abused in their life or they get confused somehow along the way, man. It's just, it's such a deep situation, you know, to talk about. Like, who breaks down this topic, you know, other than us right now? You know, it's so, Yeah. I, uh, there's different theories on it. Somebody, some people say it's something with the brain. Like, there's, there's so many, there's I books mean, on the topic. It's just, oh. My, you know, I mean, the bottom line for me with this thing is, you know, if, if they haven't committed the crime and they want to get help, provide the help. If they've committed the crime, put them in gen pop. Man, Angel, and I was around it up close, man. A lot of them were young men. A lot of them there were young men in their 20s. There was the older, creepy ones, like how you would think they would look. But yeah. And a lot of them did it to family members. That's why you never trust nobody with your kids, man. I was taught at a very young age, don't mess with nobody's kids, man. You know, always, yeah. you know, like. Oh, God, it was horrible, man. Wow, that's crazy. I, I've And it's more common than you think. See, I can't say this is 100% true. Somebody told me this. I have to see something with my own eyes to say. But somebody told me that, you know, they, they spend a lot of time in Thailand and stuff. And when they go, you know, to the, to the markets or whatever, the major shopping area, you see a lot of American businessmen walking around with young Thai girls and young Thai boys. And I hope it's not true. I hope they would just exaggerating the story if that's true that's scary you know oh it's i actually i can believe that i can believe that it's it's a major problem in, in those countries and you know oh my god you're not and kidding when, and and it's yeah it's the people from the western countries that are fueling it man
there's even a sex slave trade that goes on in this world. How fucked up is this world that there's a black market sex slave industry that, you know, a lot of people don't know about? I knew a girl who was, like, fighting against it in New York. She she knew about it. I didn't really get that too deep into it with her. I would love to contact her and interview her on it one day. She would be a great guest for your show. I could find her. Um, but that's crazy that that even goes on in this world today. Angel, can you believe that? Oh, no. I'm, I'm quite I'm quite aware of it, man. I've watched a few documentaries on on you know sex trafficking and it, it's crazy, man. It's 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 it really is. And what's crazier is that there's a market for it. There's a market. There's a there's a demand for it, you know. So it's 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 nuts, man. I mean, I'm I'm I I don't know much about it in depth and stuff, but I know it exists and. And I know that there's a demand for it. There's some sick people out there. And uh, those guys should be punished accordingly, man. They should be punished accordingly. It's it's nasty business, man. It's nasty business. Listen, I spent some time on the deep web, man. There's a lot of sick people out there, man. It's a scary world, man. Thank God for good people like me and you, man. Because there's some sick freakers always out there. God. We are coming up on an hour. And oh, yeah. This this is this is nuts, man. We I know we, it feels like we've been we, here twenty minutes. We haven't we have barely scratched the surface of topics we wanted to talk about. But this is this is good because I I expected that to be the case. Like yeah. I have topics. So the way I've always done my show is like, especially when I've done it by myself recently, is I have the the bullets and I just read and talk mm-hmm. about them briefly and stuff. But when you're doing it with a person, you know, it's good because this is a conversation. I don't even really need the script. It's an organic know? conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a conversation. We've been talking about several different topics, and you know, some of it was guided by what I covered. But I'm, I'm telling you, I had, I still have maybe 85 to 90 percent of what I wanted to cover today untouched. And, and you know what? It's cool because this is, this is what makes it different than doing it by yourself. Because you do it by yourself, what you're doing is this is the situation, and and, and, and I'll rant. I'll rant about it. Yeah. I'll go on rants and stuff, but we've had a completely dynamic conversation, and we've covered an hour easily without even scratching the surface, you know? So I try to keep it under an hour to not lose people and, and knock them to sleep. So let's do this. Let's finish on on this one topic that I wanted to to well, there's a whole bunch of topics I, I know. to cover, but I want I want to talk about this one because this is controversial, and I'm going to use this. Controversy as the, creates cast, baby. I'm going to use this as the title of the article to to attract the eyes because I know this is going to get people heated if they even get this far into it. I hope they do. All right. Do you think women are equal to men? So I think women are equal to men. Yes. <laughs> that's as the, human that's, beings, as human beings, yes. That's the correct I, answer. I and, think it's different, though. I think we serve yo, different purposes. This, this guy, let me tell you where this comes from, man. This guy at the gym tells me, and, and I, I'm not going to drop his name. I invited him to come on the show, by the way. He said he'll come, but obviously anonymously. He doesn't want to reveal himself with such a level of ignorance. But he said... He said to me, Angel, women are not equal to men. Women are beneath us. Women women are trying to get into positions of leadership. 
we're giving them positions of power, but they're not leaders. They're followers. They're servants. They are beneath us. They are not equal to us. And I was like, please tell me more. <laughs> where, where, where is this? Where, where do you get this worldview from? And he says Corinthians. And then he pulls out a passage. No, 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 no. He's got it all wrong. In the Bible, it says the woman, she helps the man. It, it, he has it all misinterpreted and wrong. So, so the one he showed me, it says God is the head of man and man is the head of the household, right? Meaning the head of the woman, right? So he says, how can the woman be equal to the man if the Bible says it? Ah, he's misinterpreted. And I said, and I said man... If you're taking the Bible literally like that, take off your sneakers because that has leather in it. And that means yeah. it's got pig skin on it. And that means you're a sinner. He's interpreting you it. Know. What it means by the man is the head of the house is the man is the provider, you know, to keep the roof over the head works and stuff. The woman is just as much as that, a part of it, man. Even like, that is not, a, you know, like even that isn't really the norm anymore. Like, oh, like, yeah, sometimes women, sometimes women you know, provide now, and the man and the man is home raising the kids. The world has changed, you, you know. know? It's, it, but but this guy adamantly believes that women are inferior. No, like, I, I couldn't even on, on every level, like on every level, meaning like like uh, they're not equal to men, you know. Oh, and I, I think we can all agree. I think that. Physically, men are generally stronger than women. Yeah. We are physically, generally going to be stronger. Other than that, you know, when it comes to your brain and brain yeah. functions, meaning doing a job or whatever. If oh, my God. I would never, ever say that a man is better than a woman. That's stupid, man. We're all human we, beings. I mean, in, in terms of brain function... You know, that's what he um, was going. That's what he was saying. Yeah, ah, he's it's, an idiot. It's we're all, you know, we're humans. Your, your, your yeah. brain is your brain. The brain could be put into any shell. Yeah. And perform the job. It's relevant of your sex. And this guy was, I thought it was, it was unbelievable to hear him talk. I was just like, wow. Listen, like, a lot of people misinterpret the Bible, man. Jesus never ever said anybody was better than you know than anybody like that so people make up their own stuff and it gives it gives christians a bad name man <laughs> yeah I tell you. Uh, it was three of us in the conversation and one of the guys was like angel i'm out of here i don't i can't i can't take this guy <laughs> and he walked away oh. was like, i can't I can't, oh. I can't believe this guy and i was like i, I was like but I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this level of ignorance like like to to encounter this in real life and and have it in front of me to me it's like you know it's you should have been like you stupid that's what you should have told <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was just like, God, please, tell me more. I, I mean, tell me more about this. Like, like do you, like, like when you, you have a woman, do you beat her? Do you think that that you can do these things? Do you think that that she has to serve you? Like, like what is your outlook on life? Are you even able to hold a relationship when you have this type of mindset, or do you not tell her? Like, like please tell me how how your brain works because I want to understand this. Meanwhile, and and. I don't, I, I don't want to drop any details on it, but let us just say that this individual isn't in any particularly um, glorious position. In the I world. was going to say, I, I would have been like, yo, dude, I can tell you don't get laid or something like that. Yeah, let's let's listen, just say that this guy isn't in a position of power. He's not in a position of, you know, and now let, 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 me, let me get this clear. I respect the working man. I don't care what you do. I don't care where you're from. I don't care who, you know, I respect the person who works regardless of what you do. Um, 
but the fact of the matter is that you know you know this guy told me what he does for a living and he's not in a you know it's not like he's in in of of uh, an elite you know what i'm saying to be able to talk down on anyone right he should actually kind of be humble you know even if you were an elite you should be humble but generally i, I and again i'm generalizing here but the people who come from money and raised are generally assholes many of them not all of them because yeah. they've been entitled to everything all their life but this guy is not in that type of a situation this is a regular guy like me and you who's just going through life but he is of this mindset that he's superior to women which idiot. to me was 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 just baffling man so if you hear this you're an idiot <laughs> i told him to come on i told him to come on the show so that we could talk and you know it's like listen you don't have to tell who you are you don't have to say who you are i, I just want oh, people to hear it straight from the horse's mouth i want them to, to listen to what i'm listening to i it's love gold. women i don't know how somebody could like but you know what man look there's different countries like look at russia where it's all based on aggression and crush and the women the men dominate the women and they you know there's there's a lot of messed up stuff or even i don't want to say i don't want to say specific cultures where i seen the women don't talk back to them and the men are very aggressive with them in america so it's like there's a lot of crazy oh, yeah. stuff and a lot of old school mindsets that go oh yeah go and, on I, like that. and obviously you encountered them in the gym in q gardens man <laughs> yeah and in you q gardens here man in q gardens at the gym you're gonna encounter it you know That's it's just crazy. bizarre what a but, knucklehead. But, man, we, we've gone over the hour. So, listen, man, tell everybody how they can find you if they want to, like, uh, connect with you on, on social media, how, how how people find you, where where you live, so they can, you know, they if they dig the conversation, they can hit you up. And, uh, you know, then I'll, I'll tell them how to find me because they obviously know if they're here. But <laughs> go ahead, brother. So um, my name is Will Calazzo. I'm a... Uh... Aspiring film director, well, independent film director, slash MMA fighter. When I actually fight, you know, I'm trying to get back on that again. Got to lose a few pounds here and there. Other than that, man, hopefully me and Angel could get this going, the weekly spot or something like that with this podcast. I had a lot of fun. And that's it. Angel, take it away, man. I hope you guys enjoyed some of my views. I speak real and I speak from the heart. You know, I know I may offend some people, but that's just the way I got to be, man, you know? the best way to be is the best way to be is to be real man and yeah. i do my best i do my best to i do my best to be as real as possible you know um i i i i do try not to offend people um as much as i used to you know and 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 part of that has come with just as i get older i understand things better um particularly what we were talking about earlier in regards to the race you know, um, in, in regards to skin color, the yeah. privilege, things like that. Like I've, I've realized it as I've gotten older and, and I've acknowledged it and, and it's, you know, it's growth. We're always growing. We're always improving. We're always learning, you know, uh, folks, if you're listening to this, you know, you might know who I am. If you don't, I'll tell you, my name is Angel Rodriguez and uh, every damn social media connection is Angel R Talk. Whatever it is that you are on, look up Angel R Talk and you'll find me on it. Except Snapchat. I couldn't change Snapchat. So on Snapchat, I'm still a Rodimus. But on everything else, I'm Angel R Talk all across the board. Twitter, Facebook, everything. This is also going on YouTube, folks. It's going on yeah. iTunes. It's going on everything. Um, 
And wait a second, one more point. Check it out, guys. Independent horror film called The Theater of Horror. A couple of years delayed. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, someone doesn't back up their crap. (laughs) I know. I got so busy with my promotion at work, dude, that it's been so crazy, man. You know, But it's it's, it's distributed and it's going to get out there. You're going to be able to buy the DVD. And you're going to see my man Angel, man. He definitely starts the movie with a bang and he goes out with a bang. So you got to check it out. Oh man! That oh awesome. man, we did Angel dirty yeah, in this movie. <laughs> Y'all are gonna enjoy this. It hey, all fun. you people who hate on Angel, you'll get to see Angel. <laughs> you get to see a lot of me, okay? <laughs> First of all, I was eighty pounds heavier, by the way. But you, you, know? you carried it well, though. You looked like you know Tony Soprano. <laughs> you didn't look like Big Fun, all right? Come on, you, you still lose smooth back. Oh man. Oh, that was a good time. It was a lot of fun, folks. The film was fun. It's it's you different. You get to see Angel it's, shoot it's... a few people. It's a little pulp fiction. Yeah, <laughs> and the it's... big thing is, <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him. Right. Don't tell him. Y'all y'all gotta see what this guy does. It's me, really man. good. It's really good, guys. It's funny. I'm I, so I, excited. My wife was cracking up when we saw the snippet of it. My son was cracking up. Y'all gotta <laughs> see what, what you gotta see. Yo, what when I'm sad, I watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta see what happens to me, <laughs> and and the actual memory of filming it, right? Remembering. Yeah, let's talk what, about that real quick before we get out of here. Remembering what happened was is just funny to me. Like like, I ain't gonna tell you guys what happens, but he's like, okay, Angel, do this. <laughs> right? And Angel's looking at me. He's like, what? So I'm, I'm like, like, Angel, do this and go, ay. <laughs> yeah, and make it more. And I'm like, okay. He's like, no, no, shake more, do more. And I'm like, ah. it was. Those of you listening, my hands are up and shaking. Okay, if you're not watching this, all right. Um, my hands are going like this, like I'm shaking them, like 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 I'm swimming or something, you know. Um, that was funny. He's like, do it a little more, a little more. It's actually kind of hurts right now because I trained my back yesterday, so yeah. my back's mad sore from from training. Oh, actually, not yesterday. It was on a Tuesday. So I have this delayed onset muscle soreness, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who like technical terms, that's called DOMS, D-O-M-S, delayed onset muscle soreness. Usually comes on about the second day due to a buildup of lactic acid. But that's neither here nor there. That's my hands were shaking. Did you have fun during the shoot? Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah. Was it a positive experience? I, I, I had a blast, man. That was a that was a that was a trip. I, I, I would actually love to do more of it, you know, like like yeah. you, you almost got me believing like I can act. You can, you know man. I mean? You did a good job, bro. Like you, you, you know what? Me if, that I can act, you know, like like I'm actually like like can actually do this stuff and And how cool. Know. If somebody buys the movie, man, which I believe they will because I you know, I believe in the product, I believe in the movie, like you're gonna be able to have that D V D and you know, like Maybe it'll be in small stores and stuff. We're not going to make money off it, but it'll get our names out there and bring us to another level. You know, it's it's a good feeling, man. It's a complete. Yeah. And I'm glad you believed in me. It was like, who is this crazy mother effer trying to tell me to show up in the village? Yeah, when I, I was like, yo, show basement, up in the village. I, I got like, a part for you. Yeah, yeah. I showed up in that basement. It was shot in a basement, a very creepy basement with a very creepy entrance. And I was like, should I have brought my gun? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Am I gonna like, die here? Is this is this literally gonna be a theater of horrors for me? You know. <laughs> oh, you know, no, but time. it was a blast. It was a blast, folks. This is my man Will. Y'all should get to know him because we're gonna be doing stuff together and 
Oh, you know, it's always look out. Yeah, we got we got some. We got the, some Boricua, the Puerto Rican invasion, baby. <laughs> well, the white Puerto Ricans. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is why I got the ink right there. See, I'm yeah, thinking about getting ink. See, that's gonna be a whole nother podcast <laughs> too, man. Oh man, I I I don't tan. I lobster. Yeah, yo, Angel, man, I'm serious, man. You wanna, if you like the how the way the show turned out, man, have me back, man. I'll do a weekly spot with you, brother. Yeah, no doubt, man. This was good. This was fun. I I've I've avoided committing to like a time. Yeah. Shooting them because I used to, you know, for those of you who don't know, I used to do this weekly. So I used to do it weekly live. Mm-hmm. It was live on the air on um, on a couple of different stations on on internet stations using live three six five. I was with War Radio. War Radio was primarily more politics leaning, and uh, they were a right wing radio station, so my views weren't exactly in line with their agenda. So I kind of I think you did the right thing by getting out of there, though. That seemed like yeah, I don't know. I, seemed... I don't know that it was a great fit, you know. Yeah, um, I don't want you to talk bad about them, not like no, that. No, no, but no, no. I, I feel like we, it was we, like those uh, those people are my friends, yeah. man. They're, they're my boys. You know, yeah. we're cool. It's just we have different political views. Yeah. And, when I first joined up there, my views were in line with their views, and I've evolved. Yeah. You know, I've evolved, and my views changed. That's what life is all about, man, evolving yeah, and growing, changing, man. That's changing and learning, and, and I felt like I was alienating their listenership because I'm coming on here providing a completely different viewpoint, you know, and they wanted me to stick around as the alternate view, but I felt like I, I – I just didn't feel like I wanted to promote something that supported views that I didn't support, you know. And the same thing, I used to write for these couple platforms like WND and Clash Daily who are very, very far right wing. And what was happening was towards the end, I was getting a lot of hate because my views were moderate. My views were, you know, middle ground, sometimes left, sometimes right, depending on what the issue is. I don't subscribe to politics blindly but these sites and these stations were very very um you know right-wing leaning so a guy like me was was all i was doing was alienating the listeners and getting attacked yeah so i thought it was probably best for me to pull away and we're still friends you know like we're still friends yeah. we're still cool i still we just don't agree politically that's all I think just just following your social media, I think in the past year you've grown a lot also too. I think I think also the weight loss has helped you too, man. You seem more enlightened and more positive and stuff. I'm not saying that you were negative before, but I would see like some of your things where something would piss you off and you would post it. Like if somebody gave you a dirty look down the street or something like that. That seems to be all gone now and it seems to be mostly your focus on you and you just focus on your training and stuff like that. It's crazy how that changes your mindset. And you know what I'm saying, man? Like, it seems like you kind of elevated the past year, you know? Yeah, I think, I I mean, definitely backing off the politics to a degree has been helpful. Yeah. Because I remember you were pissed off a little bit at one point. Like, I remember you put a lot of videos where people were pissing you off and stuff. But I haven't seen that in a long time. I'm not saying that's a bad thing on you. But I've been seeing mostly positive things. I have my moments. Yeah. I have my rants where I, I go off and, you know, you know. but, I mean, I, I, I don't commute anymore. You know, I work Maybe that's why I home. think because you, you were probably commuting a lot. That's why you I'm know, dealing with I, all the crazies. I'm, I'm two minutes from home, so I don't have to deal with anyone on the train, you know, like, like uh, I, you know, likelihood of me encountering anyone who's who's crazy <laughs> is, 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 is lowered, you know. And um, 
you know, I like I like I told you with that guy earlier on. He's like, what the fuck you looking at? And I just uh-huh. kind of looked at him and I nodded and I kept walking. He's like, I'm talking to you. He's like, listen, man, if you want to fight me, just attack me. Don't don't you don't have to build up. You don't have to ask me what I'm looking at. You don't have to um, hot step to get yourself. Just come and try to punch me. You know, try That's to some me. primal stuff. Can you believe that people are so stupid that they would take it to that level? If I'm going to fight somebody in the street, it's not an MMA fight. It's life and death. I'm going to protect myself and do what I have to do to take you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that somebody that doesn't even know you would take it to that level and threaten you and want to come at you in that way. You didn't even do anything to them. That just shows the kind of people out there, man. Like oh, This guy was off. There's something off there. and I, <sighs> ang- I just kept walking, you know. Another time, in, in this neighborhood too, man, and it's a nice neighborhood, right, a guy swung on me. What? He swung on me, and I ducked. And when I came around, you know, I bob and weave. Yeah, right? yeah, I, bob, yeah. I bobbed and weave, and I came around, and I loaded up for the hook. And when I looked at his face... He wasn't there. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy was just... It was Probably mentally, hell, it's, yeah, it was mentally, Ill, mentally yeah. ill. And then he spoke, and he spoke like... Duh, duh. And I, 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 I was like... And I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm just trying yeah. to illustrate that had I not hesitated, you know... You would have caught him with the Tyson. I would have yeah, knocked out a mentally ill individual Possibly. who's walking <laughs> in the street. But he swung on me. So yeah. most people... Won't, you know, I, I moved, I bob and weaved, and I, I came here, and I loaded up, and I looked at him, and then I saw his eyes, and he kind of went, and he stumbled off. And I was like, oh, you know, that guy's not right. I can't hit him. Even he, when I, we were doing the movie, me, Angel, and another martial artist, a black belt in G Kundo, were standing outside, and these two guys approached us asking for money. And they looked like they were junkies. You remember that? And we kind of had them surrounded. Oh, you're talking about the restaurant. Yeah, the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These dudes look like they were going to do something, but they didn't realize that they were surrounded by three predators. <laughs> yeah, three three martial arts guys that, that you know, would have probably... I, I, those guys, they were definitely uh, crackheads, you know. Yeah, or, but they were know, looking like they were going to pounce and try and do something and stuff, you yeah, know, but... This was not the intelligent thing to do. Oh, man, they would have got... I think, they, I think they sensed it. I think, I think you when you talk to a person... You could tell if they're scared. Yeah. Or you can tell if they're somewhat street smart and they will fight you. You know. Yeah. You know, so I think those guys when they come is like, yo, man, you got money for the train. It's like, I ain't got nothing for you, brother. Yeah. You know, automatically it's like, oh man, he's not afraid to engage. You gotta me. cut it's them like, off, man. You gotta cut them off. You know. Yeah. You know, it's like, yo, psh, I don't got nothing. You know how to get it? Nah, shit, I don't know nothing, man. I remember me me and my my best friend we were walking down somewhere in Manhattan and this older Puerto Rican guy's like papi papi let me get some change and my boy's like yo what you got better shoes on than me get the fuck out of here just kept walking oh man you gotta have fun that's crazy yeah man I I I remember when we were younger we were kids man and one of my boys this homeless guy was following us and he was he was like yo you know, and, and uh, I'm talking to you. And we just kept walking. And yeah. he kept following us. And my friend just turned around. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and took off his shirt. And he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he went like Hulk. You know, he did like the Hulk. And he's like, ah! And there was a milk crate. He grabbed the milk crate. <laughs> and he launched it. <laughs> he 
the guy, and then he chased the guy off. It was the funniest thing, I man. I love those Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Yo, there was always a group of kids. There was always this one black kid that when you would piss him off, he would turn into the Hulk and start messing everybody up. He would get mad and get hyped up. There was always one in the group. Yo, man, I think they, they really need to give us credit for creating the Hulk, man, because the Puerto Ricans <laughs> created this dude. He took off his shirt, and he was mad hairy. You know, he's a big guy. And he goes, ah, stop following us, grabs the crate, launches it. And the guy goes, ah, and he starts to run away, and my boy chases him. Dude, it was the funniest freaking thing ever, man. It was so funny. Man, we... We're going to have to do a podcast where we talk I about know. just some of those stories, man. You got so much knowledge put on. You got like a mixture of like the legendary actors of the 80s and stuff. And you got the 90s in your angel. You got so much good things. I want to hear your Webster Hall stories. Listen, next podcast, we're going to hear Angel's Webster Hall stories. <laughs> we're going to tell you about love and relationships and how to seal the deal with a lady. <laughs> Yeah, we were supposed to cover a couple things on love and relationship. It ain't happening on this one, but we'll catch it on the next one. Yeah. You know, whatever's relevant at the time. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have this some This was a good time, here. man. I had a lot of fun with this, man. This this went fast, man. An hour felt like 30 minutes, man. <laughs> we, in, we in 90 minutes now, man. Wow. We've, we've been going 90 minutes. Folks, folks, if you're enjoying this, you're listening to Angel Rodriguez, and you're listening to Will Colazzo. Colazzo's doing podcasts. He does... um. He does uh, what do you call those things? Reaction uh, videos. Reaction videos. Right? Yeah, yeah. Those are those are something that that I've been looking at. So you're oh, talking you to individuals, you know. Even though this is on my website and my iTunes, whatever, you know, like, uh, you know, this guy is his own machine, man. He's his own machine doing doing things too. So um, you know, y'all connect with him as well. Check out his YouTube. Thank you, brother. You know, and um. You know, you could you can expect great things from us individually, and you can expect some dope dope ass collaborations as well, man. Because we're gonna do some good stuff for that movie, man. That that's gonna. Oh be my god, a full feature, a lot of great stuff. You get to see Angel. He's all throughout the movie. He's kind of a bad guy slash good guy. It's it's really something special, man. His name is Angel in the movie. He's a he's a hitman in the movie. Come on. Word. I'm a hitman, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Remember this? I like to take a big shit before I jump. You remember when you said that? The rest. Oh I still crack up about that. The line, the line in the movie. I'm losing it, here, dude. You got me laughing too hard. Oh man, yeah, that was that was that was trippy, man. That was a good time. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the the whole thing, you know. Yo, you got me dying coming. right now, bro. There's a line of <laughs> whatever I can't even. <laughs> I think we should end it on that. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Twitter. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, click that subscribe button and make it more than two. And let us know in the comments. <laughs> Talk to us. Let us know on Facebook or YouTube. Let us know so we can do more. We can give you more content. We got to know that you guys want to see it and we will we'll provide yeah. it. What you want, what you want us to, if you have topics that you want us to cover, you know, drop the topics. Yeah, we're both very approachable, very accessible individuals. I'll talk about anything, man. I'll tell you what. And if you want to come on the show and you got something you want to talk about, come join us and be a third guest. And, you know, it'll it'll be, it'll be fun, man. We're we're all learning, man. This is a learning process for me. You know, this is all learning and... 
we're trying to build a, a machine here we're trying to grow and and we can't do it by ourselves we need the community so you know comment subscribe rate and this all is that the future you guys are witnessing the future of media and video this is better than radio this is not censored this is our podcast we don't need advertisement we don't need commercials this is real you know what i'm saying you can't, it doesn't get no better than this guys this is something you know word so folks look us up well we're definitely uh we're gonna keep doing big things yes sir everybody out there god bless man be safe be healthy www.nyctalking.com the realest lifestyle blog ever please follow angel r talk on twitter and instagram please like nyc talking on facebook thanks for listening